A white man? No! Welcome to the Unsub is a White Man. I'm Sarah. And I'm Emily. And we are back with an interesting episode of Criminal Minds. Yeah, it is. Uh, it, it really shows its age, yes. this one. Yes, yeah. that is, that's a good way of putting it. Um, this was a moment in time. Yep. Attitudes have changed. Uh, I feel like this episode would never even be dreamed of being written now. No. In our current cultural landscape no it's it was hard to watch in parts it really <laughs> extremely was extremely yeah. hard to watch it was the, like, this the is... situations the the terminology yeah the and attitudes just, yeah just the fact that like the behavior and not just because it was tv like yeah. this is behavior that was excused on yeah. tv shows that we were watching because it was excused in real life right for yes so long. yeah and, exactly yeah. Um, we are <sighs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to talk about Brothers in Arms, mm-hmm. which originally aired December tenth, two thousand eight. Yeah, uh, yeah. So this one uh, takes place in Phoenix, mm-hmm. and we open on two cops, and I think they're talking about some kind of sports. It seems like <laughs> I don't. I did not recognize any of the names they were saying. Sportsball? So, I would so, imagine. I thought it was basketball, but I'm not sure. I don't know. I couldn't even tell you a yeah. Phoenix team. I think the Phoenix Suns? Suns. Is that? Yeah. yeah. Um, is that basketball? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Some sort of sports ball is being discussed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there is like an older cop and a younger one. The older cop like speeds up and then slows down, slams on the brakes mm-hmm. and asks the younger one where they are. Mm-hmm. Um, the younger one doesn't have any idea. And he's like, yeah. no, like this is our area to patrol. You mm-hmm. have to know this. You have to know where you are at all times. Um he like turns off the navigation thing in the car. Like, yeah, you won't always have this to rely on. And I was like, oh man, I would never be a cop. I get lost so easily. Yeah, I never have any idea where I am. I have no sense of direction. Me too. <laughs> I lived in New York City, and I would come up out of the subway and walk several blocks in the wrong direction, like every time. Yeah, I do that even now in a small town that <laughs> I've lived in for twelve years. <laughs> Just turn the wrong way. Yeah, like, shoot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they get a call from a dispatcher about a domestic dispute and head to the address. Uh, the younger cop forgets his flashlight in the car mm-hmm. and goes back and gets it. And the older cop goes to check out the situation and he is ambushed and shot. And the younger cop manages manages to call it in before he's attacked and shot himself. You're like, wow, rough opening. Yeah, it is. It's really violent. And like the younger cop seems so young. Yeah, like very fresh. Yeah, yeah. So it was just, it's a lot in the opening minutes. Yeah. Um, So Jordan Todd announces to the BAU that the Phoenix Police Department has lost three cops in four days in this manner. The initial assumption was gang involvement. involvement. Mm -hmm. Got it out. Um, Which makes sense to all of the BAU people. But the uh, the police department suspects, or like at least the command commander, yeah, I, I think guess. he's not the captain because no. he references the captain. But anyway, the guy in charge of this he's precinct, I guess, yeah. uh, suspects something more because all the cops were shot in the neck and their badges were taken. Mm. And Morgan says that gang members don't take trophies. It was like, when? Like, 
Did you know this from your bomb squad experience? No, like, he was a, he I was know a he was a cop in Chicago. I know, but like, listen, he went to law school <laughs> and then he was a beat cop in Chicago mm-hmm. and then he joined the BAU mm-hmm. and at one, some point he was a bomb squad guy. He's mm-hmm. like 34. Yeah, he's been busy. He's like, there is not time the to get that good at anything. <laughs> he's the law enforcement <laughs> equivalent of Reed and all of his degrees. Yeah. He's done all of the things. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. you just, you don't, okay. Yeah. Unless he was like immediately assigned to like the gang unit in Chicago. They just, the problem with Criminal Minds is like the cast is small, but they need everyone to be an expert in a really broad area of everything. So like Reed is an expert in all of academia. So he has like 14 degrees. Yeah. Morgan is a, but you know the what, if expert you were just in like, all if, of law enforcement. If he knew all about like gangs and organized crime and like all of that stuff, mm-hmm. I would buy that because you're like, a cop in yeah. Chicago. I get it. Like, yeah. that would be something but you would deal with. But just that, not Really, the just stuff. the bomb squad stuff is the th- stuff that throws <laughs> me. That is one it too is, far. It's one too far the because it's not necessary. Yeah. It's so rarely is important that yeah. you could just bring someone else in. Well, and they could, um, yeah, that's what I was saying. They could, they could easily bring someone else in. Yeah, I mean, what you, we have a bomb episode, like, what, once every three seasons? Yeah. Whatever. Anyway, <laughs> so Prentice says that if you kill those who protect and serve, no one feels safe. Mm-hmm. Which seems wrong to me because if there is a killer out there that is targeting one very specific demographic That's true. that like, I am not a part of. How often do I say that? Like, well, I never go running, so they wouldn't be killing me. <laughs> right? Like, I'm not a cop in Phoenix, so. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so I have to say that um, a friend of mine that listens to the podcast remarked on how often I am talking about being terrified of home invasions and had asked me about if I had uh, invested in a home security system. <laughs> or or even a large dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not giving away all my secrets, but trust me, my fortress is defended. <laughs> like it's taken care of. <laughs> um, but yeah. So anyway, the unsub, I hate the scene so much, uh-huh. drives his car very slowly through the police department parking lot mm-hmm. where everybody's like loading up their cruisers and stuff and yeah. getting ready. And he's got a gun like hidden partway under a newspaper on his front seat. Mm-hmm. And none of the cops notice this. Right. Right? Like cops are just being gunned down in the city and yeah. you're not on a high alert. But right. some How- weirdo who's rolling really slowly. Also, do you have access to where the cops keep all their cruisers? Uh, where, I don't know where the cops keep their cruisers. I, in our town. I mean, I feel like even at the post office, there's a separate parking lot for all the mail trucks, right? Like, <laughs> right? you know, it's not just where everyone parks their car. Right. And like, if you saw this car like rolling through really slowly, wouldn't you just take note of the make and model? Yeah. At least, yeah. if not. I mean, and he's like hood plate. up, sunglasses on and stuff, like it's, really <laughs> suspicious. Yeah, not one of them is like, who is this suspicious yeah. ass motherfucker yeah. in your parking lot? Yeah. Somebody drives down my street and I like. Yeah. Which is our first clue uh-huh. about the incompetence of the Phoenix Police Department. <laughs> <laughs> These writers were not a fan of the Phoenix Police Department. I assume they had some real life axe to grind. Um. Anyway, so we get our first quote. We are all brothers under the skin. I, for one, would be willing to skin humanity to prove it. Ayn Rand. (laughs) (laughs) Gross. For so many reasons. I know. Um, So anyway, we learned that the first officer was killed when the unsub blew through a DUI checkpoint. Um, The cop was the single father of two girls, which 
seems to be big news to Garcia when she says that. Mm. Like she's like, oh no. But like as she says that, Morgan is looking at a photograph of, of the, the two girls. Yeah. I don't and I'm like, where did they get this information then? Garcia tells them everything <laughs> they know. You know what the only crime was in this scene? Garcia's micro bangs. They oh. get, keep getting shorter and shorter. They're not good. They're not good. No. I don't like it. Uh, they wonder whether the unsub has a problem with these particular officers or law enforcement in general, mm-hmm. um, which the latter seems far more likely. Yeah. The first one would be like you just have a personal grudge against several different police several officers. different police officers. <laughs> they um, all just happen to yeah. be police officers. Weird. Um, and so they think that it could be gang members or police academy washouts or teenagers mm-hmm. or security guards. <laughs> and Morgan's like, well, uh, shooting them in the neck shows that the unsub knew that the cops would be wearing body armor. And Reed's like, oh, we're looking for someone with a knowledge of police procedure. Morgan says that could literally be anyone who watches television. I was I like, mean, hey, here that's we me. Are. <laughs> <laughs> At least they said it, though. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> true. Because that's what I was thinking. It was like, yeah, I know that, but I watch Law & Order. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I've seen every episode of SVU multiple times. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, Hodge wants Garcia to look into the victims and see what they had in common. Uh, she tells them that it's not going to be easy because the local cops aren't happy about the FBI being called in. Mm. Like, oh, yay. A turf war episode. Yeah. I love those. Always so fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just a bunch of, just a giant pissing match yeah. for an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not as bad as you think it's going to be. <laughs> anyway, once they get there, the chief pulls Hotch aside and the rest of the team talks to Lieutenant Evans. Um he looks so familiar to me. Yeah, he looks like a man who professionally plays a television cop. Mm. He kind of reminded me of the guy that shot Garcia. Yeah, he I thought so too. Really similar. Yeah, like I had he looked to look like an him- older version of that. Yeah, guy. I had to look him up and make sure it wasn't the same actor. Honestly, yeah, uh, and I couldn't figure out. I looked at his whole list of credits and I couldn't yeah. place anything. But mm. there was enough things that I was like, "Well, I've seen that. I've seen that. I've yeah, seen I've, that." Yeah, he's like, one of those been in everything yeah. kind of guys. Um, so Commander Marks from the Phoenix Police Department says that everyone thinks that this is the beginning of a gang war, but Hotch disagrees. Um, Evans, Morgan, and Prentice check out the latest crime scene, and Evans tells them all about Playboy. Yes. The gangbanger who leads the toughest crew in town. Mm-hmm. Which are the exact words he uses. Yes. And the whitest line the writers have ever uh-huh. given us. Yes. Just the way he says it. He's like, the toughest crew. It's, it sounds like if someone's grandma read about a gang on, on one of those like targeted Facebook yeah. propaganda things, mm-hmm. you know? Oh, my God. Um, and aren't they called like the 12 or something? Stupid like that. There was like, it's the 12s territory. Yeah. It's the 12 something. Yeah. The apostles. I don't know. It's dumb. (laughs) All we need to know is it's really dumb. Yeah. Um, So yeah, then uh, Hotch and Reed are going over the uh, video footage of the murder from like the car camera. Um, They note that the unsub lingers over the body for longer than he'd need to just to steal their badges. But why? They're like, it's the signature. That's what we need to look for. Uh, and Morgan points out to Evans that every call the cops go on from here on out is a potential ambush, which is a really scary situation. Yeah, like, yeah. It's terrifying. 
So immediately afterwards, two cops get called <laughs> out to some situation at an abandoned warehouse. Yeah. Immediate red flag. Yeah. It's like, okay, so call for backup. Like yeah. right now. Just They're call like, for backup. No, it's a couple of bums. Like, mm, no. Yeah. Yes, um, these couple of bums had a cell phone. First of all, bums. Oh, my God. It's as bad as them saying gangbangers. Yeah. Um, but, the, like, yes, just one of them had a cell phone on them and called in 911 in this abandoned building. Yeah. Um, so a hooded figure sets a fire. Mm-hmm. Sets a body on fire. It yes. looks like a body. Which I didn't catch until they went over and, like, because it's like you wouldn't be able to see that. It's too dark. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to tell like what they were setting on car. fire. Yeah. But yeah, they apparently they like, see again, that he sets a body on fire. Call for backup. Yeah. Call the fire department, whatever. But they again, don't do they, this. They split up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, one of them goes to put out the fire and the other one goes to chase the unsub. You're mm-hmm. like, why? Yeah. Come on. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, uh obviously that cop gets shot. Mm-hmm. Um these, the, these throat shots that this guy is doing are crazy. Like this what this cop that he shoots, it's not that close of range, I didn't feel. For to get such a like targeted throat shot? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I've never. I would be like, <laughs> like if I had a hose, like a fire hose, just like no aim at all. Yeah, so. exactly. I've never tried to shoot like, anyone in the neck, yeah. but I would be shocked if from that distance I could shoot ben. any part of yeah. that person. It's like the episode of New Girl where they're shooting the gun and Jess like loses control and it hits the transformer. Like that would be <laughs> exactly. me. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah, the uh, other cop hears the shot and he goes to pursue the unsub and he has to watch his partner die, but the unsub gets away and he yeah. doesn't get shot. Um, the rest of the police force and the FBI show up at the scene. <coughs> and I thought it was significant because they showed up at the scene at night. Yeah, it's it true. Was, they didn't even wait till morning. This is serious. They were off the clock. Yeah. Uh, to investigate and uh, they're going to talk to the cop who is... Uh, understandably distraught, mm-hmm. uh, Evans says that Payboy's going to play for this. Or pay. He's going to play. Playboy's going to... What a stupid name, Playboy. It made, it made me angry every time they said it. Yeah. Um, he says he's going to pay for this, and Morgan gets really mad because there's no reason to think that it's this guy. Yeah. Other than... They've decided it is. racist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you've yeah. decided that it has to be this guy. Um. Yeah, so like obviously focusing on a nonsense nonsense suspect is going to completely derail their investigation. Yeah, it's like why even bother calling them in? You're not going to listen to anything they have to say. You've already made up your mind. Yeah, and like these guys just look like a bunch of morons. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Morgan tells him that he used to be a cop and that his father was killed in the line of duty, so he knows how badly they want this guy. Mm-hmm. And the cop tells Morgan that this wasn't their usual beat. Um, he and his partner were just like extra police that were put on patrol because of the shootings Mm. um and then he didn't get to see the guy at all and somebody hands him his partner's hat uh in which we see that he keeps a picture of his wife and his kid yeah sad sad. um so morgan tells prentice and rossi that the cops couldn't have been personally targeted as the unsub wouldn't have had any way of expecting those cops to be there Mm -hmm. um and they also note the increasing complexity of his traps yeah. That he's setting for them. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, they're getting yeah, a little he, like, nonsense. Dressed up a mannequin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Brought stuff to set a fire. And yeah, I'm like, you're going, he's going overboard mm-hmm. now. Um, so yeah, the cops have really gone all in on their Playboy assumption here. Yeah. And Evan brings him in and is <laughs> did you notice in this conversation that he has with him? 
how many times he says his name. Yeah, it's a lot. Like, I mean, it would just be like, well, Sarah, um, I don't know if you <laughs> noticed this in the episode, Sarah, but actually he says his name like 15 times. Did you notice that, Sarah? Yeah. Like, and it's only the two of them. Like, yeah. you do not. That's so, my mom for years, Titanic came out when I was of the age to be a big fan of Titanic. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so it, my town had a drive-in and we had like our moms take us to the drive-in like every weekend to see Titanic. Yeah. So my mom sat through Titanic a lot of times. And the scene where Jack is handcuffed to the pipe and Rose is trying to get him out, all of the dialogue is just Leonardo DiCaprio going, Rose, no, Rose, over here, Rose, Rose, don't close your eyes, Rose. And he says her name so many times and my mom made fun of it constantly. And I was like, mom, how could you? But that's all I could think of in this because he's just like, playboy, 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 playboy. Um, I, as this was happening, first of all, playboy is, he was Guillermo on yeah. Weeds. Yeah. yeah. I, I wrote loved that him down on too. He was great in yeah. Weeds. Um, he's fine in this. Like, yeah. they don't give him a lot to work with. Um, I also went, ah, yes, Morgan is supposed to be, like, the cool guy FBI agent. He's, like, like the young teacher or the youth pastor. I wrote that he was, like, <laughs> a youth pastor. And he sits down in a backwards chair. And the minute I said that out loud, he sat down backwards in the chair. And I was like, <laughs> yeah! Yes! Like, right before uh, he did it, I he called goes, it. Because he says, um... Like, uh, he's like, uh, they, these cops all think you did it, but I don't. Yeah. And he's like, you, uh, he's I like, oh, you. you care about me? And he goes, I don't give a damn about you. And then he turns the chair down and sits down. And I just wanted to be, him to be like, but do you know who does give a damn about you? Our Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> it was the most youth pastor yeah. thing I have ever oh seen anyone God. do on this show. It was too much for me. I, I was, was, I had to pause I it because too. I laughed so hard. Yes. I had to pause it too. I was mm. losing it. Yep. My kids were like, what are you laughing yeah. at? And I was like, I cannot explain this to you. I was like, Nate, Nate, I just made a note about how he could be sitting backwards <laughs> in a chair and then he sat backwards in his chair. And he said, uh, yeah, he what, he's talking uh, with, I almost called him Guillermo, Playboy. Yeah. And he's like, you know this cat. He keeps calling the, the unsub this cat. This like, cat. Oh yeah. Uh, but uh, this was this was my first shot at the profile. I thought this was the profile too. Um, so I, yeah, I stopped it after we got partway through, and I said to Nate, "Do you think this is the profile? This is weird." He's like profiling him to this suspect, and he was like, "Well, based on the timing of where we're at in this episode, this is usually about when they give us this information." And sometimes so maybe, that's all the profile you get. Yeah, it's, it's like just... conversational. So here's what I wrote down. After I wrote down in all caps, is this the profile? It's somebody you'd least suspect. Probably wouldn't even think twice about him because he really don't look all that dangerous. I'm going to have a really hard time because I write these down word for word. And it's like Morgan like does so much code switching when he's like trying to relate to a suspect or an unsub. Yeah. And it may, it's going to make me sound vaguely racist and also dumb. Like you're making fun of him. Yes, but it's like, just, no, this is how he delivered the line. No, this is line. exactly what he said. And now I'm just saying it like a middle-aged white woman, which is <laughs> what I am. Okay. Because um, he really don't look all that dangerous. Well, at least not on the surface. But he gets real violent. And then uh, Playboy says, oh, we're all violent. He says, no, 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 not like this man. This cat goes from cold to hot in a heartbeat. Nothing in between. Takes everything real personal. Thinks everybody's trying to put him down, so he's always looking out for a fight, even if he knows he's going to lose. And then, uh, I, I just want to say Guillermo every time. 
um, says that is his real name too. So oh, you okay, can call perfect. him Guillermo. Guillermo says so he's stupid. <laughs> Not you, Guillermo. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Morgan says maybe, but he's aggressive. He's white. He's older than you, but not by much. And he works alone. You know somebody like this. I know you do. And then uh, Playboy is like, oh, yeah, you know what? There was this white guy who killed my lieutenant. And yeah. he like rolls up his sleeve. And <laughs> the he has a ugliest ta- tattoo. The worst this tattoo. tattoo was sketched by the person who does their sketches. Yeah, it looks like uh, I drew it myself on my own arm and Sharpie marker <laughs> without really being able to see what I was doing. Um but he's like, yeah, it's my lead. He killed my lieutenant, Bobby Q. Yeah, a couple months back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who's like a brother to him. But the mm-hmm. cops didn't do anything about it because they were like, well, it's a gang. So yeah, yeah. gang on gang violence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, great. Uh, but Evans continues to be a, a huge dick for mm-hmm. like no reason whatsoever. And it's like, I would almost suspect that he was intentionally being the bad cop to like try to endear Playboy to Morgan yeah. and get him to work with it. But he seems way too fucking stupid for that. Yeah. He's just, no, he just is just being an ass. Mm-hmm. He's just this prejudiced yeah. and bad at his job. Um, yeah. So Hutch pulls Morgan out and tells him that there's been another shooting and that they have the unsub cornered in a warehouse. But there's still 20 minutes left in the episode, so it's clearly a misdirect. This is not our guy. I was like, so they really don't think something is up, that they have this guy cornered. Even if this, if this is the guy, and they're having all these police go to this one location to get this guy, like... Well, they just... A giant They truck? just did a bombing earlier. <laughs> they just did so that. So we know so that's not going to happen. So it couldn't be that. Like, Which would make the most sense. Yeah, like, but that's like, what it just think. seems like you wouldn't go charging right in, right? Or just like follow this guy into a giant abandoned building, which he would have had time to like booby trap and stuff. Yeah. But they do. Yeah, sure. It do. doesn't matter anyway, because this is all just a waste of time. But yes. whatever. Uh, it's some gang member named Diablo. Mm-hmm. Like, so clearly he's not the unsub because yeah. we know the gang didn't do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he doesn't, no offense, Diablo doesn't seem like the nickname of a white man. No. <laughs> no. <sighs> Like okay, I know he's part of the he's part of the twelve whatevers. Yeah, <laughs> the t- the twelve street tough crew. Um, but yeah, they uh, talk to the surviving cop who tells them that it was a blitz attack and the other cop was just shot in the head. And they're like, okay, well that doesn't match anything else that's yeah. going on here. Like, come on, guys. Uh, nevertheless, the cops go storming into the warehouse and they shoot Diablo straight out a window. Yeah, just right out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he like goes you do. flying out. There's no blood no. on him. <laughs> and it's like a second story window. Yeah. Uh, Morgan calls to tell them that Playboy's friend Bobby was also shot in the neck. Mm. So could have been the same guy. <laughs> do you know what the best part of this is? This whole Diablo side story nonsense. Hotch's sunglasses. He has very silly sunglasses. They're definitely going to make my list, my fashion list mm-hmm. for superlatives at the end of this season. They're distractingly of 2008. <laughs> yes, they really are. Um, but yeah, uh, Hotch tells the very self-congratulatory cops mm. that they just killed the wrong guy. Yep. And you're like, well, I mean, he, he was a bad guy. He just wasn't the bad <laughs> He's guy. He's not your bad guy. Yeah. Which is so annoying, too, because it's like, okay, so like you still had, you couldn't just, it couldn't just be that they went after the wrong guy. You still had to make him be a bad guy. Yeah. You couldn't just be like, these cops are targeting this cr- like group of people because they made a bunch of assumptions. Like some of yeah. their assumptions have to be right because the cops can't be all bad. Well, 
(laughs) (laughs) It's just exhausting. I'm sorry. I I cannot get past what the name of this gang is called, and I'm trying to find it. Uh, Okay. (laughs) I I also need to know this. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, so um, they uh, realize that... um, uh, what am I trying to say? I lost my notes. Uh, yeah, Marx doesn't want to hear it, but um, all it's going to take is that somebody else is going to get shot, and then mm-hmm. they're going to know that you got the wrong guy anyway. So, like, just just let them investigate further. Yeah, you know, they ask for twenty four hours. <laughs> uh, yeah, and he says, "I'll give you four. Reasonable, reasonable, reasonable counter offer just, that they accept I, immediately. Yeah, they're like, we can do it. Like, no problem. Fine, we'll do it in four. Yeah, uh, we don't work nights though. So. <laughs> It's got to be four daylight hours. Uh, Morgan asks Evans for Bobby Q's file. Uh, Hotch says that Garcia has discovered that Diablo was just released on parole last week, and they realized that he'd gone after the cop who put him away, assuming that the killing would just be attributed to the other unsub. Mm-hmm. You're like, Which okay, well, sense. it's not him then. Yeah, so, definitely not. Uh, Evans admits that they really didn't even look into the killing at all, but he does remember that Bobby's necklace was taken. And Hotch asks Garcia to look into any further similar crimes that didn't involve police officers at all because they think he's, like, escalated to police officers now because he's going after, like, tough guys. Yeah. Um, And she does find another, a bouncer, who was wearing a ballistic vest when he was killed. So this was also, I thought, is is this another... When they're describing it to the bartender? Yeah. 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 Like, is this this also? Uh, I don't know. There was a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they Rossi and Morgan and Evans head to the bar, and the bartender tells them that the bouncer was in a fight club. And you're like, okay, well, you oh shouldn't dear. have known about that because the first rule of fight club. <laughs> <laughs> this is where I wrote my notes. He was in a fight club. Sure. That makes sense. Sure. It's 2008. Uh-huh. Why not? Yeah. Um, and apparently nobody follows the rules of fight club because it is really easy for them to find this Yeah, fight club. they find it like right away. Yeah. The bartender's like, oh, yeah, so they meet down at this area and they do all of this stuff. Yeah, yeah. They're like, eh, eh. yeah, like he needs to feel powerful and he, he, killing a gangbanger huh, yeah. isn't easy. They travel in packs. I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, because they're animals. Yeah. You know. The bouncer could have been his first victim. We need to figure out where their paths have crossed. It must be the fight club. And then I was like, you know what? Being in the Criminal Minds writer's room must be a trip. Like, funnest job ever. You're, like, sitting around. You're like, I don't know. We've done it all. And someone's like, hey, I watched Fight Club over the weekend. What if we do a Fight Club episode? Yeah. I'm like, okay, sure. And everyone's <laughs> like, yeah, let's let's get weird with it. Let's do it. They just have, a, like, a big, like, spinny wheel of every yeah. movie that's come out in the last ten years. And they just spin it and see what it yeah. lands on. Like, oh, we're doing Saw this week. Yeah. Now it's a fight club. <laughs> we're doing Vacancy. Uh, but, yeah, so anyway, they head to the warehouse of toxic masculinity. And the leader of the fight club is Doug Jones again. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, Domino Thacker? We haven't seen you in a while. You were in bad shape when we left you. And man, he is going for it, like all out. That's what he does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's That's Doug Jones for you. Uh, he says that no laws are being broken and they're not hurting anyone except for maybe each other, <laughs> which was a great little add there, on to that line. Like I liked it. blood on his teeth too. Yeah. Like, He's like, you got this like snarly lip thing going. Yeah. Uh, he says he knew the bouncer, but didn't kill him. Uh, they talk, they ask him about somebody who lost a lot of fights 
and reacted poorly. And this was the Fight Club version of the profile, because there's a, there's a <laughs> lot here. And I wrote, is this more profile? Good God, what is happening at this point? Yeah. Because it's just... They just keep adding things as they... Yeah, like as they find more information. In this part, they're like doing the weird, um, like showing us what the unsub might have been doing and like a flashback to the unsub's childhood and stuff. Yeah. Which they usually do when they're delivering a profile. Yeah. So I went back and I was like, okay, I could write this down too, I guess. I don't understand what is happening in the narrative of this story. Yeah. It was a lot. Um, So he uh, does remember a guy who called himself Animal. Because of course he did. Mm-hmm. And he lost a lot of fights and kept coming back for more, specifically calling out the bouncer. Mm-hmm. And uh, Doug says that there's something about having a hand at your throat when you're beat that feels primal. Mm. Ugh, gross. Mm-hmm. Um, so they realized that that's what the unsub was doing when he was lingering over the body. He was just holding the hand at his throat yeah. to be like, at one. You're like, that is so lame. Yeah. It really <laughs> is. Um, so Doug doesn't know his name because everything's anonymous and they all have nicknames. His what is, was his is Beanie? That's by right. The his way, is Beanie. Yeah, which is so lame. Uh huh. Um, he says that the man was scrawny white trash that mm-hmm. thought he was tough. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, like you? Thanks for narrowing down <laughs> that a member of a Fight Club is scrawny white trash who thinks he's tough. Uh-huh. Cool. Thanks. Uh, but Morgan's like, you know what? We should sit him down with the sketch artist. <laughs> They're like, no, don't even bother. There is in a later scene, like you can see in the background, the sketch they came up with, thanks to Doug Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But yeah, uh, Prentice wants to know what they should do now since this unsub is escalating. Mm -hmm. And at this point, it's um, Prentice and Morgan and Rossi, and they're all standing in the middle of the empty warehouse, really close to each other for no reason, Uh because there's nobody else there. They've taken everybody else away, Mm -hmm. and they're just like all together, and Morgan's like, there's only one thing we can do. And I was like, are you guys going to fight each other? <laughs> I really just wanted to like throw a punch Start at Rossi. Start a fight club. Just, <laughs> um, but anyway, he meant uh, hold a press conference. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he was referring to. And I really thought they were going their like, fake out route where they claim like they have Playboy in custody and he's in the unsub and they're going to make the unsub mad. No. That's not the fake out. No. Um, Hotch gives it instead of Jordan, which yeah. is the first weird thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, we've seen Jordan do her job, right? That's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, he announces that the cops have really fucked up and the FBI is taking over this yeah, investigation and, like, and you're like, oh no. <laughs> um, the unsub we see is having a drink while he's watching the press conference, mm-hmm. probably like at a bar or something. I don't know. But I love how in the show, the unsubs are always watching at the moment that the press yeah, conference is yeah. made. Like always. Like they heard about it and they're like, Ooh, I better turn in. Right. And I'm like, do they the even do like, at. how would you even do that anymore? I don't, I don't know how you'd know. Right. Unless you like, I don't know. Like the only time I ever see press conferences are are there either after they're, They've aired, and I'm yeah. watching a recording of it. And it's only if I actively seek them out. Right. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't see... I don't know. Because, like, I don't have cable. I just watch stuff on streaming. Yeah. Or, like... I mean, I have I, to, like, look it up online later if I hear about a press conference yeah. or if I know something's going to happen. I like, don't know. You can't... Somehow the unsub always knows, though. Yeah. They know to tune, it, to tune in. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, the... Uh, uh, 
when then we're back at the police department. And then And then it's finally the actual We get profile. the real profile. Fourth with, times the charm. With eight minutes left in the episode. I, it, I was so mad because I had spent so much time eight, writing down profile for nothing. Eight minutes left in the episode and the profile takes up like four of those. Yeah, minutes. it's long. <laughs> So Go ahead. The, the man we're looking for is a narcissist and a psychopath, desperate to prove his masculinity. He does this by going after high-risk targets like gang members and police officers. Because he's a narcissist, this unsub will be following the investigation closely. By pretending to take over the investigation, we've put ourselves, the BAU and FBI, above the local police, thus suggesting that we're tougher to take out and issuing the unsub a challenge that he won't be able to ignore and painting a target directly on Agent Hotchner's back. Ah, so he was taking one for the team. So not only is he following the investigation closely enough to know the FBI has taken over, but he also knows the rank of all the FBI agents present. Yes. And that Agent Hotchner is the highest ranking one there. Yeah, for sure. All of the attacks, with the exception of the last one, have taken place in 12's territory. 12 what? Still don't know. Been Googling it this whole time. I can't find anything (laughs) about what the name of this gang is. This is the unsub's hunting ground, and he's unlikely to stray from it. The locations have multiple vantage points for the shooter with limited access and exit routes for the victims. We'll be looking for a similar situation. This should happen very quickly. Don't forget, this guy managed to take out five cops by himself. He's smart, and he's fearless. He won't be easy to take down. Uh, Yeah, so... um the tip line is going crazy, but they get at least one good tip, meaning that they can see that it's a trap and mm-hmm. they want to make a plan. Um, they enter the apartment in slow motion. Very, yeah. very Snyder cut. Yeah. Uh, what I loved about this, too, is that first they say we're going to enter here quietly. And then Hotch says, like, they're looking at a map. And Hodge is like, it points to it and says, we're going to enter from here on foot. But they literally drive up to the bottom of the staircase outside of this building and get out of their cars and walk up the stairs. Well, on foot. They didn't drive <laughs> up the stairs. <laughs> they didn't so. drive up the staircase. Yeah. But like, why would you pull out a map and be like, we're going to drive up to here, They're being like, directly we're gonna, outside the building? We're going to do this one quietly. <laughs> pull up fast as you can, lights and sirens, slam on the brakes, everybody run up, Morgan, you kick in the door. Sneak in. Like, we're going to park as close to the building as physically possible and then sneak up the stairs as quietly as we can in slow motion. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. It's like the Waco episode where they're like, we're going to sneak up on them at 3 a.m. and Mm -hmm. they pulled up with the lights and sirens on. You're like, Oh my god. Okay. Uh, but yeah, the apartment is empty. It's a false alarm. They're like, well, no, no, we saw this coming. We knew there would be some false alarms. Well, I was impressed that they didn't have the very first tip they got be like the one. Well, it was though. Yeah, but not yeah. in the way you would think. Yeah. Not in their typical way. Uh, but everybody heads back to the station where the unsub is waiting for Hotch. Uh, mm-hmm. He follows him extremely conspicuously. Through a parking lot. Again, and with his hoodie up and his sunglasses on and his gun, Just like, l- out in the open. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, it's like, it was like watching, like, when my second graders are like, I'm going to sneak up on you. Yeah. And they, like, you yeah. like stomp up behind me and then uh-huh. go, boo. I'm like, oh, goodness. <laughs> Didn't see you coming. Um, but anyway, the uh, he's sneaking up on Hutch. And Hotch, like, goes around a car and, like, mm-hmm. circles back. And they ambush his ambush. Yeah. And they'll pull. And it's a, it's a good Morgan takedown because it's not just, like, a tackle. It is, like, a, a quiet grab him from behind kind of thing. Yeah. 
Um, so yeah, uh, Evans comes over and he thanks Morgan for his help on the investigation. And you're like, is this supposed to like make up for all of his horrible behavior? Apparently. Like, I still don't like him. No. He's still a piece of shit. Um, but yeah, then they, uh, they're like perp walking the guy, the unsub. Which, right. Why would they do this? This seems like exactly what this unsub would want if he's a narcissist. Yeah. And, like, but they, yeah. What, to parade it, him out in it front was of the me. press? Yeah. yeah. Like, no, why would you give him that satisfaction? I don't know. Because uh, these guys are all morons. Um, but anyway, well, they had to because they needed him to be available to then be ambushed yeah. by Playboy, mm-hmm. who just jumps out of the crowd and shoots him. Yeah. And then he's dead. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what? I didn't need that. No. Like, you got to show that he's still a bad guy. Yeah. You couldn't just let him be a target. Yeah. That was like like somebody who was incorrectly targeted. They mm-hmm. had to be a little bit right. Yeah. It's like, yeah. it's just annoying. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. It doesn't add anything to the story. Yeah. Which don't even, I have a lot to say about what happens next with this whole Morgan thing at the end of this episode. Yeah. It pissed me off. So, so bad. yeah, Morgan wants to stick around um, so he can attend the funeral of the fallen officer because he sees like the, his little boy standing mm-hmm. there and obviously sees himself in this kid. Sure. His, you know, his like, dad died I got, the same I way. He's like, I got to And he's like, I, I need to do something. Mm-hmm. And like the mom and the little boy are standing there 10 feet away from him. Mm-hmm. And so you think like, okay, he's going to go over and talk to this kid. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. He goes to the funeral mm-hmm. and does it in Grave the middle side. of the fucking funeral. Yes, I was so <laughs> mad. Like, I'm like, this is, it's obviously supposed to be a touching moment. And it would have been had he walked over to that family right at that moment yeah. and said what he said to the boy. Because yeah. he's like, you know, your dad was a hero. Don't ever forget it. Yeah. You should be proud he, of him and all this stuff. He has to make it theatrical and wait until like everybody is looking at him and paying attention to him. And it's about him. It's not about comforting this kid. No, it's this a, kid doesn't give two shots. How does this make this kid feel better? He doesn't, and it probably would have had it been in a private situation. Yeah, like you know, he could have said, you know, like gone yeah. over to him at that point and been like, hey, you know, I know what happened to your dad when I was your age. Mm-hmm. The same thing happened to my dad, yeah. and like, you know, talk to him. You mm-hmm. know, like take the kid out for ice cream and talk to him. That yeah. would have been cute. But, but this no, whole funeral the bullshit. The middle. They're like the the coffin is hovering over the grave. They hadn't even handed the family the folded up flag yeah. from the coffin yeah. yet. The priest is probably still over there talking, and Morgan's <laughs> just talking over him. Like I just got to get a word in. I was like, this is such a weird tone. I hate this. Yeah. Oh, uh, it was. Like you, you had a good idea mm-hmm. for what could have been a really touching moment, yeah. but then you just. Made it so weird and yeah. inappropriate. They made it all about Morgan and not about this poor kid. Yeah. Just, ugh. Yeah. Ugh. But anyway, then we get our uh, ending quote. For he today who sheds his blood with me shall be my brother, William Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what else I didn't like about this episode? <laughs> um, M- we never admit. learn anything about the unsub, not even his real name. I don't like those episodes yeah. because it's like, is is the episode criminal mi- or is the show criminal minds yeah. or is it arguing like FBI argues with the local cops? It was like so I want to I want to know that's what I want to watch. Guy, why did he do it? Was any of the profile right? We can't score it. Yeah, how would we score this? Well, first, how do you pick which pro- which profile you're going to go with, and how do you score it on accuracy, helpfulness, or plausibility if we don't know anything about the person they were profiling? Yeah. We're just supposed to believe it to be true? I give it a zero. Yeah. 
It made me so mad. Yeah, I hate when they do that. I mm-hmm. hate when they don't give you any insight yeah, it's into so the bad guy. It's dumb. like, that's not why I'm watching this show. Yeah. Um, we have another white man, so we're up five to four. Um, about 56% white men now for season four. Overall, 69 to 14, still hovering around the 83% white men. I feel like we're gonna, yeah. that's where we're going to be for a while. Yeah. Like 83, solid. Um, yeah, I just... Not not one of my favorites. It didn't age well. No, nice. especially given the current yeah current happenings. And mm-hmm. I mean, just c- current happenings and happenings for years and years and years and right, years and years. Right. <laughs> it just yeah. I don't even know how to discuss how bad the tone of this episode is now in 2023. It just feels gross. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's and it's not well written, so it didn't age well and. At least it's over, I guess. And then Morgan ruined a funeral. Yeah. (laughs) They're so good at ruining funerals. And then on top of it, they ruined another funeral. (laughs) Have they ever behaved appropriately (laughs) at a funeral? That's my question. Um, The next episode is Normal. Yes. I don't know if I remember it. Oh, it's a good one. I'm excited for this one. Um, Now I'm excited to watch it. It's another one that's like kind of silly. Not like silly, silly, but just like. Silly enough. It's fun to watch. I feel like I looked at it on IMDb and there was nothing in particular that was ringing a bell, but maybe I didn't look it's that got a closely. Good, see, it's got a good unsub guest star. Okay. And you get you get to know him. Mm, I, I like to get to know them. I'm giving it away that it's a man already, but still. Look, we know they're all white men. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, would you change anything for our hot watch? Um, he did, you know, let them paint that target on his back. That's what I was going to say. But that's in a professional manner. Like, that I feel was like nothing... Hotch Watch is more about Hotch as a, a human being yeah. outside of work. He's, he's always very good at his job. Yeah. Like, he's very good at doing yeah. the things that his job requires. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't make you... That doesn't make you a good person. A, a human person. Yeah. And he's at a nine. <laughs> makes now. you a government automaton. Yeah. <laughs> we have him at a nine. I don't think he deserves any more than that. No. At the moment. Um, so, what? yeah, we'll leave him there. Yeah, I I guess I don't have anything else to complain about for this yeah. episode. I am now more excited to watch Normal, though. Yeah, it's it's a good one. All right. Uh, well, wherever you're listening, be sure to leave us a five-star review. You can find us on Instagram at the unsup is a white man. You can find our merch on Redbubble. If you get any, post it and tag us, and we'll share you to our Instagram stories. Our theme music is composed and performed by Nate Youngblood, and the podcast is produced by Nate Youngblood. Thanks, Nate. And until next week, we'll still be trying to figure out what that 12 refers to. 